Hallelujah. The Lord is good. His mercy endureth forever. His mercy endureth forever. Sometimes they'll have uh, little documentaries or on the TV and they have part one and part two. Well, this is part two. Brother Chris has done had part one tonight, so I'm going to come behind him with part two. But I feel like the Lord wants to talk to us tonight. In the book of Matthew 13, 45, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. When he hath found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. A few ago, a friend of mine went and bought me a, I got a, a tie clasp and it's got a real pearl on it. And I uh, asked him about it. And so this pearl wasn't, it's not a culture made, it's not imitation. It's a real pearl. But it didn't come just from a mole pouring it. It didn't come just from somebody going to a shop and making it. But it came from a clown that went through some troubled times. Something got inside of it. An irritation got inside of it. And it said, I don't like that. I can't face this. I can't handle it. And, and something in its nature caused a screech to come out of it. And it began to form around that. And every time it hurt, it put another layer around it. One layer at a time. This afternoon, I felt the Lord speak to my heart. And I just, I just got a word for somebody tonight. I got three things I want to preach on. I preach on the promise. God will give you a promise. I'm going to save your family. I feel there's somebody in the house tonight. God's about to bring some of your family back to church. I really feel that. I really feel that. And the Bible says he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I feel a restoring. He said in the last days he'd restore what the canker worm and the locust and the caterpillar eat away. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers. Some more said out loud, bring my loved ones back. Lord, draw my family. Draw, draw them back to church. Draw them back to your presence. So God gives you a promise. I'm going, I'm going to anoint you. You're going to preach. You're going to sing under the anointing. I'm going to use you. You're going to lay hands on the sick. You're going to prophesy. God uses you, and it don't happen the next day. And our world falls apart, and the devil tells us God's mad at us. We've missed God. We've failed God. God's forgot us. <clears throat> but first there's a promise, then there's a process, and then there's the pearl. And I just, I just, somebody's right in the middle of the process tonight. And God sent a little country preacher to tell you, you've not missed God. God's not mad at you. Your life's not on hold. You just got to wipe a tear and keep worshiping. Say, God, take me through this process. Before I preach, I wish somebody just get with me and say, God, bring me through this process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You promised me some things. You whispered some things. You told me some things. And now it looks almost right opposite. But God's not a man he'd lie. And God's not a man he'd guess and he'd miss it. Or God's not a man that he'd try to fix and he wasn't able. God knew the end for he told you. Hallelujah. And if God said it, hell can't stop it. The enemy can't hinder it. Hallelujah. Satan, hallelujah. Whatever. Hallelujah. Whatever God's told you, He's good for it. He's good for it. Natural pearls. There are three types of pearls. You could go into a lot of different glass and all, but there's a natural, which is raised out in just the ocean, stormy waters, the rivers, wherever. Then there's the cultures that are farm raised. Then there's the imitation. The natural pearl is formed when an irritation, a parasite, grain of sand or whatever works its way into the oyster or the clam. As a defense mechanism, a fluid is used to coat that which irritates it. Hallelujah. Friend, that Holy Ghost inside of you is going to coat that which is irritating you. 
I wish somebody could hear me preach now. I said, that Holy Ghost inside of you, it's going to put a coat around that thing. It's in, and that thing, David said, or, uh, excuse me, Joseph said, that thing that you thought would destroy me, it's what brought me to this place. Hallelujah. 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 The promise, we're going to look at just a few. Won't have to deal with Paul tonight. Man of God doesn't thank you, my brother. You ought to give him a hand clout. I love it when the Lord lets you know you're on time. Genesis 17 and 5. The promise comes to Abraham. Neither shall thy name be any more called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Man, I'm excited. We've never had kids. We're going to have a house full. We have grandkids and great-great-grandkids, and they're going to be more than the numbers of the stars of the sky and the sands of the sea. And he's so excited, and nothing happens. He's heard from God, and nothing happens. He didn't miss God, and nothing happened. He didn't get out of the will of God, and nothing happened. He didn't walk away from God, and nothing happened. What's going on? I'm going through the process. Hallelujah. God's taking everything out of me that's unlike him. God's preparing me to he'll get all the glory. God's getting ready for my season, my time to appear before the king. Help me have church tonight. Hallelujah. The process, and the child grew and was weaned. Genesis 21, 8, 9, 10. And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day, and Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. She said unto Abraham, Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. Now, this, this don't sound like it don't preach good, but I find it over and over in the Bible. A man's grievous in the will of God. A man's grievous doing what God's called him to do. Friend, if you live for God long enough, you're not going to shout 24 hours a day. If you live for God long enough, there's valleys to walk through. Hallelujah. Somebody just said out loud, the devil's a liar. God's not mad at you. God's not against you. If God was against you, you wouldn't have woke up. If God was against you, you wouldn't have made it here tonight. If God, hallelujah, feel like God's mad at me. If God was mad at me and you. All he had to do was open his hand and let our breath go and our little heart would explode. God's not against us. He ever liveth to intercede for us. He's holding hell back and storms back and battles back and driving back powers and principalities. He's going to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. But I've got to tell somebody tonight you're right in the middle of the process. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to tell you it's going to end. I'm that that little old guy. Hallelujah. You're in a 25 mile race and you're at about 24 miles and I'm not here holding the finish line. I'm here with a cup of water telling you you're too close to quit now. You're about to win. We're about to conquer this thing. Stop, get you a drink, and keep on running. Don't you see the bright light sign? Home's in sight. Victory's in sight. The battle's almost over. We're about to conquer our life's enemy. Don't be weary in well-doing. Don't get discouraged. Don't throw in the towel. Don't quit. Don't stop. Home's in sight. That's what I'm standing here tonight. I'm not standing at the finish line. I'm at the 24 marker on a 25 mile race tell you just a little further keep walking on old soldier keep pushing on keep pressing on I see home inside God before you who can be against you right, right in the middle of the will of God there's some tears to shed then, then it don't get better it goes to Genesis 22 and 2 
And he said, God speak to him. He said, now take thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I'll tell thee of. But God, you said this gift that you give me was going to be like the stars, and I'm about to lose my gift. This very thing you promised me, I'm about to lose it. This, this, this ministry, this call, this, this thing that you promised me, it's not going like I thought it would go. I, I thought there'd be grandkids by now. I waited 20-some years after you told me. Now he's up about 18, and you tell me you're going to take him away from me? You're telling me I've got to give him back to you after I've waited this long? He backs up and he says, oh, I understand, God. It's the promise, the process, and then I'm going to have the pearl. Hallelujah. It's the promise, the process, and then the pearl. Somebody said out loud, there's a promise, the process, and then the pearl. And you go all the way to Genesis 26 and 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and received it the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Hallelujah. And he stands there, and the old patriarch still preaching. They say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. That promise became a pearl. That promise became something that thousands of years later when we preach of the faithfulness of God we still mention their names because he's a, per- he's a pearl. Hallelujah. His, his promise came to Joseph. It didn't come in an audible voice. It didn't come through scripture. It didn't come through a preacher preaching or even a song or an angel. It came through a dream. In Genesis 37 and 5 and Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren. They hated him yet the more. And because they tried to discourage him, God said, I'm going to reaffirm my promise to you and in Genesis 37 9 and he dreamed yet another dream somebody here tonight God give you a promise and the enemy came around and tried to discourage you and God turned around and he reaffirmed somebody prophesied somebody said that's what I feel and God reaffirmed that promise to you and now you are I'm going to save that little girl I'm going to save that boy I'm going to heal that marriage I'm going to let you walk in health you're going to be anointed you'll preach you'll sing under the anointed you'll prophesy you'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover You'll have a gift of wisdom and a word of knowledge. God give you a promise, and he reaffirmed it, and you knew it was a word for you, but now here you stand on the other side of it, and instead of walking in the promise, it seemed like all hell is coming against you. But somebody, please hear me tonight. It's the promise, it's the process, and then it's the pearl. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would be bold and stand to your feet and say, God, help me be faithful through the process. Don't let me crumble under the process. Don't let me quit through the process. Don't let me get weary through the process. Don't let me walk away through the process. Don't let me fall through the process. Don't let me get bitter through the process. Don't let me get hard through the process. Don't let me pull away from God through the process. People don't quit when they're walking in the promise. People quit through the process. People don't get weary when they become the pearl. They get weary going through the process. We've got people that's quit through the process, but somebody ought to make up their mind tonight if God said it. He's faithful to perform it. If God whispered it to me, hallelujah, he knew this Christian, he knew this situation before he told me that. He knew the beginning from the end. He's the alpha and he's the omega. And if God said it, he's going to conform it. I'm just going through the process. Hallelujah. I don't like it, but I'm just going through the process. I'm crying a lot, but I'm just going through the process. God's not mad at me. I've not missed God. I've not failed God. My life's not over. My anointing's not over. I'm just going through the 
process. Hallelujah. And if I'll stand faithful to the process, he's going to make a pearl out of me one layer at a time. When he's tried me, I'm going to come forth as pure gold. When he's got everything out of me, he's going to fill himself up with him. And it's going to be nothing but, hallelujah, but the glory of God, the glory of God. When he empties us out of ourselves. Hallelujah. 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 Talked to a great man in another state the other day, a great man. A man who walks close to the Lord. He said, I'm going through, and this man's heart's so pure, and his life's clean before God. But he said, I'm going through a season. Would even consider that it might be the Lord trying to tell me that he's through with this season of ministry in my life. I'm going through such a rough season. He said, I am so dry. I am so hurting. I am so broken. Trying to figure out what's going on. And he said, I actually don't feel like I'm of a lot of use to God or people. And I know this man's character. I know his heart. I know his life. And I said, can I ask you a question or two? He said, yeah. I said, you you don't feel like you affect or help people? He said, no. I said, why? He said, well, just because what I'm going through myself. I said, when you get in the pulpit, how do you feel? He said, I've never stepped. He said, I pray and I seek God, and I've never stepped in that pulpit without God moving. I said, do you not hear or understand what you're saying? I said, you're so empty yourself. You're adding nothing to the lemonade. You're so empty yourself. You, you, you're just so empty. When you walk in, it's only God. And when God quits moving, you step out of the pulpit. I said, I said, I said, all that's happening, you're giving them no charisma. You're giving them no show. You're giving them no put on. You're no comedy act. You're stepping in there saying, thus saith the Lord. And you're stepping out. What more could any church want? Somebody ought to praise him out loud. Somebody ought to praise him out loud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't want to deal with this tonight, but this sermon may go a different way. I got to stop and go a different way for a minute. Well, Brother Wynn, I know God's hands on my life, and I know God's called me to help you go to that altar and pray for people. And sometimes he lets me prophesy, and sometimes he'll let me witness. But I'm going through such a season of my life right now. I'm so discouraged, and I'm so broken, and I'm going through so much mentally and physically. My health, my my, my home, I'm going through so much. I don't feel used to anybody. Can I tell somebody tonight, your anointing is not in your flesh. It's in your spirit. It's in your soul part. Hallelujah. Joseph, Joseph as broken as a man can be, betrayed by his own brothers in the dungeon in a prison, broken, alone and forgotten about, but he's so anointed. He's so anointed, he'll tell a dream and it'll happen. Jesus is hanging on a cross. He's not walking on water. He's not raising the dead. He's not breaking fish of loaves. Jesus, the I am Emmanuel is dying, but he is so anointed that he's giving life to one beside him. Somebody ought to praise him. You can be you can be eat up with TB and lay hands on somebody and they be healed. You can be dying with a heart attack and lay hands on somebody and they get healed because your anointing don't come out of your flesh. It comes out of your spirit. And sometimes the more broken you are, the closer you are to God because you realize I've got nothing but him, but he's enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to worship him right now. Somebody ought to worship him right now. Well, Brother Anthony, I'm going to do something for 
God when life gets a little better. Do something for God right now and life will get a little better. Let God use you in this broken season. Let God use you in this desert season. Let God use you in this prison season. Let God use you when you're dying on this cross. Hallelujah. Somebody praise him out loud. Go ahead and praise him out loud. It's not charisma and character that drives the devil back. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's the it's not it's not the pretty the pretty little plastic grapes that's laying on Sheila's table that brings the oil and the wine. Hallelujah! It's that little old one that's crushed and says, "You're hurting me. Don't put your foot on me. Don't mash me." But as they mash that juice out and that oil out, Hallelujah! It's going to bring wine to a thirsty soul and it's going to bring oil and light to a dark room. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God's going to take your brokenness and bring somebody out. God's going to take your brokenness and deliver somebody. Sheila's got a pretty little, they call it Christmas cactus, and it really does. It'll bloom around December, and the other 11 months it won't bloom. And she's been wanting to put it in a bigger pot. We talked to somebody or something, they said, do not put it in a bigger pot till it blooms. If you put it in a bigger pot, its its little roots will start growing. And its roots will just take all the growth. And the tops and the blooms will never change. But if you'll let it stay in that till it can't grow no more, instead of growing roots, them little limbs, will, hallelujah, them little limbs will start growing. And them little blooms will start coming. Well, I want, well, I want God to give me another job. I want, I want God to give me, I want God to move forward. We got to bloom where we are. I can live for God in this dungeon. Hi, hallelujah. I can, yeah, yeah I, want, I want to lead my brothers, Joseph, say, and I feel the anointing here. Yes, I want God to f- do that dream that he told me, but till God does, I'm going to interpret dreams right here in this prison. Hallelujah. 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 I, I feel a, such a seriousness in here. I wish somebody stand up and say, God, I'm going to let you use me right what I'm going through right now. Hallelujah. I may not, hallelujah. I may not get to go to Africa right now, I'm going to win my neighbor. If I don't get to go to Haiti or India right now, I'm going to win somebody down the road. Hallelujah. I may be crying, but I'm going to let God use me where I'm at. Just because I'm in a storm, God's not in a storm. It just because my load's heavy, God's load's not heavy. It just because Joseph is bound, the Word of God's not bound. The Word of God's not bound. You can't lock the Word of God up. It'll go in between the bars. You can't put it in chains. It'll go in between the locks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul can sing and have church when he's in chains. I'm telling you, we don't have to wait till things change to be happy. God can bless you what you're going through. God can use you what you're going through. And it's a process. We all got to go through the process. We're just going through the process. Didn't happen overnight, and it came to pass. Genesis thirty-seven twenty-three, and it came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and it was empty, and there was no water in it. A man in the will of God in a pit with no water. Now the water is a spirit. That's that's scary, but if you be honest, I've been there and you've been there. 
Can't feel the Spirit. You know you're in the will of God. Can't feel this. Feel so far away. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I hear David crying Psalms 22, a prophecy of what Jesus is going to go through on the cross. If you live for God long enough, there's a process that's just to take you to that next place and that next level. Hallelujah. 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 God, where are you? Are you mad at me? Have you forgot me? Have you forgot your promise? Hallelujah. Friend, he's not some mean, hateful boss. He's your father. You ought to go ahead and talk to him right now. God, have you forgot what you promised me? God, don't you remember what you told me? Sheila sings, don't forget in the darkness what God told you in the light. Don't forget while you're in this situation. God said, I'm going to save your girl. I'm going to save your boy. I'm going to bring your family in. I'm going to turn it around. And now you're in the dungeon. Don't forget what God told you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walk boldly and do the throne of grace and say, God, but you said. God, you said. And you're not a man that you'd lie. You're not a man that you'd lie. So, okay, now Joseph's been through. Is it over? No, no. Gets worse and worse. Genesis 39, 20. And Joseph's master took him and put him into prison, a place where the king's prisoners was bound. And he was there in the prison. He was there in the prison. I have looked for something for you to preach this, and I just then found it. I think it was more than just getting him to Egypt. God could have got him there. I believe he had some prisoners he wanted to talk to. God will let you go through certain situations just because back there there was an old praying grandma done going to heaven now and said, give them a change before they leave here, Lord. And God will let you go through certain situations to bring you into somebody's life to give them a word. You may feel what I feel in here right now. God, God loves you so much and he trusts you. Joseph, I know what you made out of. I got a butler and a cup bearer that about 10 years down the road, they're going to need a word. And I'm going to let your world shake because I'm going to raise you up and I'm going to bless you and you're going to wear a robe and I'm going to make this stuff up to you. I'm going to bless you abundantly. But I got to let you go through something and it's not even about you. There's somebody you got to get to. I'm gonna let, I trust you so much. You're my secret agent, Joseph, and I trust you so much. I'm going to let your whole world shake. I'm going to let you spend nights in an old filthy, nasty, vulgar dungeon to talk to two men. They need a word. They need a word. Hallelujah. And Joseph, once you give them a word, then they're not going to get you out. They're going to forget you for two more years. Then I'm going to remember you. Then I'm going to make a pearl out of you. In Genesis 41, 39. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise that thou art. That shall be over my house, and according to thy word shall all my people be ruled, even to the throne will I be greater, will I only be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See how I've set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in a vesture of fine linen and put a gold 
chain about his neck and he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him bow the knee and he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt and Pharaoh said unto Joseph I am Pharaoh and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt God made a pearl out of him hallelujah but he didn't go from the dream to the pearl hallelujah hallelujah would you help me would you please help me would you reach over and touch somebody say God help us while we're going through the process would you lean over and pray for somebody God give us strength to hold on through the process God give us courage to be faithful through the process while we're wiping a tear give us strength not to bow give us strength not to look back give us strength to hallelujah dear God give us strength to be faithful as we're going through the process hallelujah 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 for for pastor's appreciation Matthew Matt made Sheila the prettiest ketchup mustard salt and pepper little beans got ants crawling on it and I can see him walking in the Lowe's or Home Depot picking that board out Mr. Board you're going to sit on Sheila's table that pretty Sheila, that Miss Wynn, you're going to sit on her table. I get to sit on her table. So about a week later, what are you doing, Matt? You told me I was going to sit on her table. Why are you hurting me? I've got to take you through the process to get you to where you got to go. Hallelujah. Then he starts sanding. What are you doing to me? You're going through the process. Hallelujah. Turn around and tell somebody, God's not mad at you. You're just going through the process. God, God's not forgot you. He's not forgot what he whispered to you or told you. Pat Hayes said, if you find it one time in the Bible, it's a good sermon. Preach it. If you find it twice, preach it again. He said, if you find it three times, God's trying to tell us something. I find this again. I find this again in 1 Samuel 16 and 10. I find the promise again. Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, the Lord hath not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, are here all thy children? He said, there remaineth yet the youngest. And behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, send and fetch him, for we will set, not sit down till he come hither. First Samuel sixteen twelve, and he sent and brought him in, and he was ruddy, and of a beautiful countenance, and goodly looked to. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. You found your pearl. That's him. That's going to be the king. That's him. That's the one I'm going to anoint. That's the one I'm going to raise up. That's that's him. That's him. And there's an excitement that comes into the room. There's an excitement that falls on. Samuel and it rolls over on David. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Why are you anointing me? You're going to be the next king. But next week and next month and next year he wasn't king. In fact, in fact, if you search the Holy Scriptures, in 1 Samuel 17, 43, 44, and the Philistines said unto David, Am I a dog? Thou, thou camest to me with staffs, and the Philistine cursed David Goliath by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I'll bring thy flesh unto the fowls of the air, to the beasts of the field. If God's really chose you, hell try to intimidate you, belittle you, embarrass you, tell you ain't never going to do nothing, look at you. You're just a grandson, I'm going to be a pearl. 
I'm just going to be a pearl. Hallelujah. I'm going to be a pearl of great price. God's going to use me. The Spirit of the Lord's going to flow. Hallelujah. Hold your head up, friend. God's got his hand on your life. It didn't get better. It got worse. And 1 Samuel 20, 33, And Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. And I can hear him, God, where are you? God, I didn't ask for this. I was content to take care of those sheep. You called me. Where are you? What did I do? Where did I miss you? Have I hurt you? Have I displeased you? Where are you at, God? What about those promises? David, you're going through the process. David, I'm just taking you through the process. And 1 Samuel 23, 15, And David saw that Saul was come out to seek his life. And David was, a wilderness, was in the wilderness of Zelph in the wood. Go with me all the way to Acts 13, 22. When he had removed him, when talking about Saul, when he removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony. He said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He shall fulfill, and him shall fulfill all my will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you come back to the music? Would you stand to your feet and just, 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 just stand and bow your head in Genesis 3.15. And I'll put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. It was a promise. But then the process, the process, almost 4,000 years, the process starts. He's born in a stable. Hallelujah. He, 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 he grows up. He's, he, he's laughed at. He's mocked. He's scorned. He's hated. He weeps alone. Jesus wept. Luke nineteen forty one. And when he came near, he beheld the city and wept over it. John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. John 19 and 1, Pilate therefore took Jesus and scourged him. John 19 and 2, and the soldiers planted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and they put on him a purple robe, and they crucified him. Matthew 27, 35, and they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. Even Jesus had to go through the process. Even Jesus had to go through the process. Don't think it's strange what you're going through. Even Jesus had to go through the process. I wish you'd help me. I wish you'd reach over and join hands with somebody, but I see the pearl. Revelation said his head was his head and his hair were white like wool. That's white as snow and his eyes were as flames of fire and his feet like fine brass as it burned in a furnace and his voice as the sound of many waters. Revelations, Revelation 19 and 16 he hath on his vesture and on his thigh name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Philippians 2 and 9. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father you can stand where you are I wish somebody would come to this altar but this is what I want you to pray the next few minutes God break me through break me through this process hallelujah hallelujah I feel God's going to meet with somebody in the next few moments hallelujah you're hurt right in the middle of the process but I felt this afternoon that there'd be strength in here. Somebody just keep on walking. Hallelujah. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to get weary. I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to look back. Hallelujah. God's not mad at me. God's not failed me. I've not failed God. I'm not trouble with God. I'm just going through the process. 
Won't you come and stand in these altars just for two or three minutes and ask the Lord, give me grace to walk through this process. Give me new courage. Give me strength, oh God. Lord, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You're going to a new glory, to a new height, to a new depth, to a new place in the Lord. It's just a process, friend. He don't want to break you or hurt you. He's not mad at you or against you. We're just going through a process. We're just going through a process. You've been walking the same old road for miles and miles. You've been hearing the same old voice and the same old lies. If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. And if you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Now we've all searched for the light of day in the dead of all found ourselves worn out from the same old fight. We've all run to things we know that just ain't right. But there's a better life. Yes, there is. There's a better life. And if you've got pain, he's a pain taker. And if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom or saving, he's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. You've been walking the same old road. 